This is episode 161 and I'm talking all about the power of building community online and how content can help you with that. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, storyteller, and the founder of Content Queen and the Travels.co. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey, along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful lines marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. How are we all? Hope you're having a great week so far, whatever you're doing, whatever's happening in the business. We are currently, as recording this, in Ellie Beach, which is beautiful, magical, amazing, and we are heading more north as we journey towards Cairns. And if anyone's listening and not from Australia and don't know how big this place is, just even put in Google Maps, Ellie Beach, A-I-R-L-I-E Beach to Cairns, C-A-I-R-N-S. And it's still a long way to go. We started in Victoria. So yeah, from Cairns to Sydney, which is 10 hours from Melbourne, from Victoria, essentially, it's 26 hour drive. So it's about a 36 hour drive from our, like between where we started to where we're going to end. Obviously we've done that over a few months, but it's just insane how much driving we've done, how big this place is how we haven't even scratched the surface, but we are absolutely loving it. And as I come to you, I record these podcasts from my car. I don't have an amazing podcast studio. I just make things happen (laughs) and just do it. But um, I thought I'd just share that because I think a lot of times we get caught up in all the things we need to get the things going and, you know, we don't make it happen. Obviously, there's a few exceptions. We are staying right near an airfield so I couldn't record this podcast when I wanted to because of the noise. So I'm now recording it at night, but it's okay. We, you know, sometimes you have to let go and do it later and do it when it's in a better condition. But there are times where you just have to take action. So that's one little cheeky reminder for you. But we're going to talk about community and content. And this is where connection comes in. Connection is something I talk about in my workshop around content strategy, but from a bit of a different perspective, more from the content side of things. But if you're looking to create more connection and conversion from your content and you want more of a strategy and a game plan, join me on in my latest workshop, which is April 26. So if you are listening to this after April 26, it's fine. I do monthly workshops. So if you just go to my website there'll be a pop-up that will come up essentially straight away and you will be able to put your details in. Otherwise, you can click the link in the show notes and no matter what date you click, you'll get the latest one that comes up. So I just wanted to mention that. I hope to see you there. I am very excited. I I love doing these workshops and every time it just, the, the transformation in other people is just absolutely incredible. But let's chat about the problem around content. So what can happen is we can struggle to sell our products online, we can struggle to connect and we can struggle to engage because content, 
whilst consistency is very important and putting things out there and learning and growing, one thing that we can often miss out on is the importance of building community. Now, I want to share with you an email that I wrote to my email list about community and how building community helped me see the impact. Now, I built, I've built a community for my business, but this was outside of my business and it really was a reminder to me, to my clients, just the how powerful community is. So I want to share this email. I'm going to just read it. And then what I want to do is go through some strategies, like the solution. What can you do next? What does that look like? And really what the possibility from doing this is. And you you hear a little bit about this in the story that I have to share. So this share is aimed to get you thinking about community, to think about how your content online can be more than just sales, but also about impact. So I want to share my own personal experience in an aim to motivate you, or at least get you thinking about what it could look like for you in your business. I know those listening want to have impact. So this definitely can be the answer. So if we circle back to 2021, I had a life-changing Whipple operation. Now, this operation, if you are new to my journey, changed a lot of things to me. How I saw my business, how I saw my life, everything. Like it was my kind of rock bottom moment that happened for the better. That life-changing moment. And a Whipple's operation is essentially the removal of half your pancreas, part of your bowel, part of your stomach, because I had tumors. And it's usually for pancreatic cancer, but now doing it for loads of different tumors and cancers that come up in, in the organ of the pancreas mainly. So whilst I was healing and being showered with love by those around me, I also felt really alone, like extremely alone. Um, I remember sitting on the couch of my parents' Airbnb apartment um, after the surgery. It was I spent four weeks in hospital. And it's crazy how when you read these things and when you share these stories, how raw the emotions feel and, and what comes up and I can feel that in in my stomach in my missing pancreas area so my parents rented um airbnbs for six weeks um as they were a 10 hour drive from where I had my surgery I was living in Sydney at the time and my parents were from Melbourne area and it was around the very start of April so, you know, two years ago, as I'm kind of recording this, and they went for a walk. They were always terrified to leave me. Um, and in the email, I sort of put a picture of me standing on the balcony of my parents' Airbnb in Coogee, overlooking the water with my drain tube still attached and a beautiful, gorgeous, uh, as I called my Gucci handbag, um, looking sick really sick, skinny. Um, I still kind of haven't put on any of the weight that um, I had on me before my surgery, um, but I looked unwell. Um, my back was permanently hunched because I couldn't stand up straight. I was always protecting my kind of core area, as you would. 
So at this moment, I was wondering what my life would look like. I had to completely pause my business. I couldn't even shower myself at this point. Um, yeah, my mum was showering me. Um, but I wanted to feel connected. And I specifically remember in this moment filming a video, which I recently, I had not watched. I sort of documented bits of my journey. Um, a lot of it I haven't used. I don't know if I will. Uh, maybe, but there were parts I documented. I did put them on YouTube and, and, and sort of built a channel and built content. And that's what I'm going to go into in a second. But I remember filming this video really emotional. Like I was very alone and just unsure, unsure if my life would go back to the same pre-operation. I was go, go, go energy, um, party lifestyle. I mean, I did start to cut back on my party lifestyle and COVID didn't help, but I was about the hustle. I had a very masculine energy type life and I didn't know if I'd get back to that. My goal and my dream was to travel and it's amazing how obviously you know how it ended because I'm traveling right now. But in this moment, I searched hashtag Whipples on Instagram. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. And I did what I knew. And I used social, me social media. And I followed every single person that had used that hashtag. This gave me connections. And some who had gone through what I had done, I messaged them all at a time of absolute desperation. And it helped. I also found a Facebook group of Whipple survivors that didn't help. Um, a lot of the members on this Facebook group were a lot older than me and stated my life has never been the same. I would read things like, I can't do a full day's work. I never went back to full time. I, all these things. And I just wanted to like build my business and travel. Like that's what I wanted to do. I was 26 and that's what I wanted. Oh, I just turned 27. So I was freshly 27. I was like, I want to work full time again. Like, anyway, I got off that Facebook group quite quick. And obviously there are community groups that aren't healthy. And that's why sometimes creating your own is the best place to start. But some of the women I connected with that had had a Whipples, their life had kind of gone back to normal. And I thought, great. Like it gave me so much hope. I remember connecting with a woman in Queensland and she went back to exercising, going to the gym, doing long hikes. I was like, oh my God, amazing. I can't even walk up the stairs, let alone go on a hike. And I'm so glad that there's people doing that now. So come mid-April, my parents went back to Gippsland or Victoria. And I went back to trying to live my normal life. And um, it was sort of mid-April, May 2021, I decided to use TikTok and YouTube to share my story. At the beginning, I was sharing sort of where I was at in that moment, um, which was obviously hard. Um, so there was some raw moments, some, you know, I tried to make light of my situation. I tried to add a bit of humor. Um, but then I started to slowly share how my life was now, which was quite normal. Went back to working um, I actually went back to working a bit too much and kind of went down a burnout path. But I was starting to show the other side of life. And this kind of can be you side for people that were 
looking for support like I was. And people started to come to me and it was pretty insane. They looked to me for support and to not feel so alone. And off the back of messages from women my age and younger, like I remember a girl messaged me 15. I was like, oh my God, like this is insane because this operation isn't commonly done on young people. I'll never forget being connected with my now beautiful friend, Cody. Um, She's such an amazing soul in the States. And she found my YouTube videos and she messaged me and she's like, thank you so much Um, because I don't know what life's going to look like. And I found her YouTube and yeah, so I, I created my own Facebook group. I was like, I'm just going to create a group and I'm I, I'm going to create it differently to the one that I was currently seeing and it being more about positivity, of course, asking questions, but a place where younger people could go because we sort of felt a little bit alone in this journey because every time you mention you've had a Whipples to someone in a medical team or any time you talk to your surgeon the thing they say is you're very young to have this, like extremely young. I've got um, friends that are nurses. I've got friends of friends that are nurses. And every time I share my experience, they're like, wow, you are so young to have a Whipples. Like I usually treat people like 60 plus, 70 plus, like not 26, 27. So I created a community of young Whipples warriors. And that's what I called it. And it's powerful. As I write this, I have friends all over the world that I can relate to and they to me. Like one girl recently from Colombia reached out to me. She was in her hospital bed and post people, she walked after one day. I definitely didn't do that. Her partner messaged me with updates, asking for advice on a speedy recovery. And I she just posted something in the group two days ago, sharing her experience. And she looks incredible. This has shown me how community and content can create so much positive change, how it can change lives and how it can empower others. And this Whipples Warriors group is a beautiful community of young women and there's now men. I was a bit worried because we were all women at one point. I was like, what is going on? Why is it just women? And we support each other. I have people now to go visit all over the world. And... The same thing can happen for impact driven business, your business that is here to change lives too. And it blows my mind. So I guess what I want to share with you is, you know, sharing your business, share your story and build a community of people who you can help and a community of people that can help others as well. I'm part of beautiful community groups like The Circle. I'm actually going to put it in the show notes and um, Leticia, the, the founder of this membership, will be coming on the podcast soon. We all help each other. We all lift each other up. It's not, uh, you know, one person holds superior to others. And that is what impact driven business is about. That is what creates meaningful work. And this is how we create alignment of business. So that's a very long story, but I want you to think about how you can now create community. Is it an offering where you, you build your own community? Is it, and I'm going to go through some options of how you can do that, but how can you bring people together to create more impact and change? 
And it can be, you know, some kind of membership. It can be a free group. It can be, but, and I know we often go down that route of like, oh, let's create a Facebook group. And like, then everyone creates a Facebook group or whatever, but we all have that community and they're the people that obviously will buy from us or we buy from each other. We support each other. And if you can hold space for that, like that's powerful. If you can also build community through your content, that's powerful. I mean, I had in my membership, um, DIY Content Marketing Club, it is a membership more for sort of templates and getting started, but I do host a monthly call and people can show up, ask questions, chee chat. And I seen tonight one of the members sharing another member's piece of content because they're sort of part of the same space and they're supporting each other. And that's amazing. And when you can all come together and support each other, you know, collaboration over competition, that's powerful. So what can this look like for you? How can you start focusing more on community in your content and how can you make that a priority so I've got six kind of steps that you can do and yeah let's go through them so the first one is the most important one find your channel find where and and it might be social media but it might be like a podcast or something like that where you sort of create that content to bring people into your space. So where is that like main core channel where you can start sharing and building? That's the first thing, right? Find that channel. If you're like, I don't know what that channel is yet. Like I'm really struggling with that. I don't love social media or, you know, I don't love creating video, whatever that looks like. I've got a quiz. I'll put the link in the show notes. Find that channel for you. And I I think a lot of us have that, right? The second one, which is very important, is creating pain point content. Now, this doesn't mean you have to create negative type content because I definitely don't want that. But this means identifying what the pain points of your audience is. Essentially, I didn't do this for my Whipple's content because it was not for business. But I was creating content unintentionally two pain points but they were my it was my reality right a pain point of being what is my life like am I going to be able to do these things ever again like I don't know if I can get to this point where I'll do exercise or I will work a full-time job you know things like that so create or identify first the four pain four pain points of your audience roughly I mean there's, there's probably so more then start creating content on those pain points so maybe you do a theme So whatever that channel is, you choose pain points and then you create content to those pain points. So maybe one week you do one pain point, another week you do another pain point. This is all strategy stuff that I teach in my workshop. So join that for more on sort of themes. You might do a pain point for a whole month. Like it just depends on how much you can dive into this pain point, right? And with that pain point, you want to share the other side of the pain point, like the ideal life, you know. Um, a lot of big brands don't share, like they share the lifestyle that is, that encompasses a pain point that someone has. So they're not selling the product. They're selling the lifestyle or what you get from having that product. So it's similar. So that's number three. Number four is share the story. Share the story around the pain points. 
share the story around your own personal journey. And it's interesting because Mitch and I have our own TikTok. It's called travels.co. It's just like on our travels. We like to test things, but we don't really take it to like a marketing level. Like we like to be, you know, plan the content and everything. But we had one TikTok that did a lot better than others. It got like 40,000 views on it. And we're like, what made that piece of content different? Essentially sharing us getting caught in the rain, not knowing if our tent was flooded, that kind of journey. And I realized it's because it was a story. It followed problem, journey, solution. So you identify the problem, you share the journey, and you show the solution. So share stories in that way. And especially when you're creating pain point type content, right? So share the stories related to what people are going through, share the problem, share the journey, share the solution. Your story, client stories that you've helped with, stories like analogies that you can relate back to your business. So that's number four. Number five is create a space or an offering for people to connect. So as I mentioned, that could be some kind of membership that you might want to do. But this could be a Facebook group, we've got IG channel, we've got Voxer, Discord, your email list, especially if you have that, like try and create more, um, you know, emphasis on building that in-person, online workshops to bring those people together. Whatever that looks like, whatever kind of space that you can kind of bring people together, even with your email list, of course, people aren't interacting, but can you create like from your email list an exclusive in-person or online event for people to come together? Because that connection is core. And I know every time I do my workshops and people join live, they connect and, and it's so powerful. That's why like joining workshops live when you sign up to them, you get way more out of it. I know there's been plenty of times where I've signed up to something. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, I just want to like, you know, if it's at night or in the morning, I've got work to do, I've got this. But when I go, no, I'm joining. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I joined because you connect with people, right? So create your own space where people can come together and connect. So that's something that you can do. So the first part is really like the content you create to build people in your space that connect and like you, you know, you might not ever share 100% new content in terms of anything that we don't already know, but it's the way you say it and people will connect with that. And that's where finding your sort of own uniqueness is really important as well. And those stories become so important because it's unique to you and your journey. So that the first four is sort of where we go from the content, finding the channel, creating content on pain points, sharing the story, And then obviously you want to bring them into a space where they can connect more. So whether it's your email list and then off the back of your email list, you might run workshops online or in person. Maybe it's a Facebook group. Maybe it's an IG channel, which are becoming quite popular. Maybe it's a Voxer group, a WhatsApp group, a Discord. Bring bring those people together once you've collated them, right? Like once you've got people in your space, bring them together. That's the missing link, right? Bringing people together. And then you also want to nurture Number six is nurture these people through a series of different, more valuable and engaging content. So if you decide to bring people into a paid membership or workshop or Facebook group, give them things that is engaging and valuable that you're not really giving anywhere else because that's unique and exclusive, right? We've, you know, we know that when we build an email list, we want to give them first, you know, the the juicy bits first. That's why they're on the email list. They're an exclusive group. But te- treat these people like VIPs. Nurture them. Continue to nurture this group. 
And it takes work, but everything takes work. But building a community, of course, helps you sell your products, but also allows you to connect and create the impact that you want. Bring people together. I'm the biggest advocate where if I meet someone and I know that they would be a beautiful connection with someone I know, I get on Instagram, I click the message button, I add them to to a group, and I voice note them and say, hey, I think you two should know each other, da 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 You know, like this is what you want to do is connect people together as an impact-driven business. There are startups now creating community groups. I remember when I first started working with a startup in 2020, one of the things we decided to do was create a community group, but we put that on pause because we knew we had to create the content first. So that's why the first part of this podcast or the first part of sort of the strategy for you is create the content first, get the people then bring them together. Don't create the group if you haven't been creating the content, right? You need to validate people, like validate what you're creating, your content, and then bring people into the space. Other ways you can do this as well is collaborate with others. You know, collaborate with others and, um, you know, kind of create this community group with other people you know, going live, having people on your podcast, you kind of expose yourself to different communities. And also in your content, ask people to get involved. Ask people to comment, to like, to give their thoughts and their input. That's a big one if you want to create community is asking people to get involved. So to go over the main points, find the channel, find your channel. There's a quiz in the show notes. Find out those core pain points Create the content on those core pain points. Create the stories. So the, the first four is about creating the content. And you can also add in there, ask people for their input. Create that more engaging content where you're asking people to get involved. You're asking them questions. Of course, in that, you also want to connect with people in the so- if you're on social media, sending them messages, you know, creating community and, and connections. But that's like networking and all that kind of stuff. That's a different podcast episode. Then off the back of that, once you've created the content, you've built up, and it doesn't have to be a huge following, it's just you've built up a circle of people, then put them in a space where you can connect them together. Of course, you always want to be building that email list, but once you've got that email list, how how can you bring those people into a space where they can connect? We're all loving in-person events at the moment because, you know, COVID, but even like Facebook groups, People said, you know, Facebook groups are dead, da, 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 Facebook's dead. I actually joined, I engage, the content I engage in on Facebook is Facebook groups. Of course, starting a new one, it it doesn't mean you have to grow it to hundreds of thousands of people. But once you've got people in these community groups, how can you get them to connect and collaborate? What does that look like? And you have to test things, you know, asking them questions, bringing them into the conversation not just posting and selling yourself in this group. Generally build the connection in those groups once you've actually created it, right? And that's through valuable, engaging content and and bringing them together, asking them questions, asking them to share input, you know, highlighting the people in your community. That's the missing link, right? Instead of just like starting a Facebook group and just throwing content at people and just selling to them. No, you want to build the connection. And you do that through the content. You do that through getting people involved, highlighting other people, collaborating with them, all of that stuff. So they're the six. And what's the possibility after this? I mentioned a few of them, 
the experience in the circle membership that I'm in that I'll put in the show notes if you want to check it out it's for business owners it's about energetics and business it's very powerful it's amazing there's lots of circles and groups and people connect and the amazing thing is Leticia from Essential Shift has has built this up as a beautiful community space where everyone collaborates connects supports each other and then of course like we all you know we want to support each other's businesses we want to lift each other up so it's a beautiful way to also have business growth too and then I mentioned in my own membership having these people that are very aligned in business in what they do and sharing each other's content getting involved I we did the one of the calls uh recently and I had two new members and they're both very aligned in their content and whilst we're on the call one of the women was buying the book of the other one so she made a sale on that call from just sharing what she does and connecting that's the possibility and not just my journey in terms of my Whipples Warriors and creating this beautiful group of of uh, young women who can connect and meet up and support each other and you know I'll never forget the comment of one woman that said you know Whipples Warrior that is just so inspiring and I can already hear myself like saying that it's like oh my god I made that and that woman is sharing that in a post where she's pouring her heart into sharing her experience and how you know, she's scared and, but she's also hopeful because of she's a Whipple's warrior. Like that's beautiful. But then also in my membership from a business perspective, building this community of people from, and that's what I love. Like you have people from different circles of life coming together. You know, I've got, um, people in these groups that are from Gippsland where I'm from and they come in and like meet people from, you know, more of my entrepreneurial background of life and like everyone comes together and it's just so cool to have people, you know, from different areas come into one space. And I had another client that recently witnessed that magic when she held her, she did like a Monday workshop and she said she was bringing people from her different communities together and they're getting to know each other and they're connecting and it was powerful. That's a possibility. Not just, you know, obviously the sales, but the connection and the impact and the legacy that you leave from creating that kind of community. So what does that look like for you? Tell me, like come over to socials, share with me what you're thinking. What does that look like? What's come up for you from this episode? Of course, step one, start with the content. Start creating stuff that people resonate with and people engage with. And then off the back of that, think about what a community group can look like for you. But come over and tell me. And be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You could do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging us at Content Queen Mariah or to simply tell them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you listen to this on, it not only helps me you know, increase this podcast and get it out to more people and share my message and help others build community, it helps me to connect and collaborate with other entrepreneurs that will want to come on this show and share their knowledge, which, of course, is going to benefit you because, you know, we can have these amazing guests come on and chitty chat and share their wisdom. So if you have five minutes or two minutes even, leave a five-star on Spotify or five-star and a written review on Apple, and I'd be so grateful. I screenshot them all and keep them all, and, um, yeah, they just make me so happy. Follow me on Instagram or TikTok. We are on TikTok and we share really practical how-tos on TikTok. So join for those. They're very good. 
and let me know if you want me to talk about any topics in the future get any guests on like my inbox is always open i love connecting with you all i love when you share me bits and pieces when you've listened to an episode or you ask me questions like i'm here for you and i'm building this community through this podcast so you know if you're on my mailing list if you want to join the workshop come and connect with other people in my space i'd love to have you there but i'll talk to you next week bye